Hey, this is Shan Ray. And this is Amy J. Thanks for inviting us into your day. Please join us as we hope to have some really great conversations about intuition. And how we can use it to live our best life. So turn up the volume. And let's get started. And we are recording. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I'm glad you joined us for our podcast, Making Sense of Your Intuition. I'm Shan Ray and with Amy J. Hello, everyone. And so let's have a chat. All right. Hey, so we thought we might do something fun today. We are going to give you some um real life scenarios or something that will help you determine if you might be an empath so uh this will be for fun but they are things that happen and so if you um are just jumping in on this episode um there's an episode we did right before this um called what is an empath and you might want to watch that one first if you haven't um so yeah, we just thought we'd have a little fun today and um, may, maybe give you some, you know, some silly scenarios, um, but they might, they might trigger um, some things that have happened to you so you can um, kind of understand what this all means. Right. And it's kind of a take on that if you remember that comedian, that Jeff Foxworthy that did that you might be a redneck if and he would go on that long thing and and uh, so it's kind of a take on that but that's this one's called you might be an empath if so do you want to start us out shan um sure so um the first one i see here is someone you know mentions a headache and you have one that can happen when you're an empath if if you're sensing someone close to you or you're physically close to them or it's just someone you love and care about you might you might be sensing something that they're going through so you could definitely share the feelings of a headache with someone yeah but also physical symptoms really but also a clue to that is once you know it's someone else's headache or you have an idea it's someone else's see if you notice if it goes away because then it's for sure not yours. You know, and that's an interesting point, um, Shan, that you bring up because that's usually what happens to me if it's a physical thing. Um, I acknowledge it and it goes away. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, that's another thing to just kind of be aware of. Like if, if you have a pain that's not a normal pain you might have, it might be someone else's. And usually if you're in tune with your intuition, your inner knowing, the person that belongs to will probably click into your mind. And oftentimes if you can just acknowledge that that someone else's, or if you want to call and just acknowledge, you know, ask that person how they're doing and, you know, let them talk for a minute. Usually that, 
symptom will go away. And it's just fascinating, but it's, yeah. it's true. All right. Number two, you might be an empath if you babysit your prepudescent niece and the next thing you know, you break out with a zit. That was just kind of a funny one. But, you know, so that that is like, oh, geez, man, now I'm taking on, not on you know, their physical symptoms as well. And I, I mean, if you take on a headache and you take on, you know, uh, arm pain or something like that, I mean, I guess it's possible, but I thought that was a funny one. Um, this next one happens to me a lot. It's not really funny, but it happens a lot. And it's it happens all the time with empaths. And this is a really good one to notice. Um, I think everybody's had a negative or toxic friend in their lives at one time or another. And if you feel exhausted after hanging out or being around that person, you might be an empath. Oh. You, might, you might just be drained and tired from either taking on their energy or giving them yours. If you're trying to help them solve their problem or, you know, you're kind of getting involved in their stuff, you might be giving away your energy and then you will be exhausted. So it can happen either way. And so that's another thing you can notice. You know, and that's a good point and something maybe we'll talk about later too is giving away your energy. Um, exactly. But for right now, we'll, we'll just mention that. You also might be an empath if large crowds at the shopping mall, grocery store, theater, church, we talked about that, make you feel overwhelmed. That overwhelming feeling of taking on energy when we're talking about an individual, but think about how it magnifies when you are at a place where there is hundreds of people or or something and there's a lot of energy you're absorbing so overwhelmed anxiety those are feelings that definitely come on when you are an empath definitely that's a common thread with all of us i think yeah um this next one makes me laugh um happens all the time to me um <laughs> you can tell that the cashier at the grocery store is having a bad day before they even say anything. And um, I think we've all probably experienced that. Um, I almost and yet always... you still pick that line. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Why do I do that? Um, yes. I am. I always end up with the grumpy cashier, but nine times out of 10, they end up wanting to tell me what's going on, tell me their story. And then usually by the end, they're not grumpy anymore. We're just having a chat. So I end up being best friends with the grumpy chatter, with the grumpy <laughs> cashier. It's just hilarious. Well, you know what? But that's a really good point. And maybe that's why you do pick that line is to kind of help them out in that way. So so that's it. That's all works out. I'm sure that's what happens. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Another sign of that you may be an empath is if your messages, and remember we're talking about intuition as well. So if your messages seem to come in groups of three. So um, that's something, you know, that happens. That happens to me all the time is I'll get like 
three different things, but they're all kind of giving me the same message or, you know, that urgency of that. So um, explain, explain what you mean getting messages, maybe. Oh, well, I, I'm talking kind of the intuition thing too, that knowing, right. that gut feeling. So it's all tied in that as well. So yeah, getting that feeling. And I guess maybe that's better than saying messages. Maybe it's you get those feelings and they might come to you, you know, you might get it and you kind of just, uh, you know, ignore it or brush it aside or too busy. And then you, you might get another one that kind of um, another feeling along the same lines. So a lot of times they come in threes. Yes, they do. That's super yeah. common. Mm -hmm. And you might be an empath if you have clear, vivid dreams and you remember them. Um, your dreams would be very vivid. They would be very emotional. You would, you would have a lot of feelings besides seeing your dream, you know, seeing what's going on like a movie. You, you also feel it. You might wake up, you know, in a certain emotion or a certain feeling. You might have fear or you might have, you know, be sweating and nervous mm -hmm. or whatever that dream evoked in you. Um, mm -hmm. that's, that's a very common thing too. You know, and sometimes it happens to me and I'm not really sure that I remember the dream, but I can remember the feeling. Exactly. Yes. So that usually, definitely. that's usually the most poignant thing. And usually that is pointing to the message of the dream is whatever feeling you're having. Okay. That's cool. This one kind of goes along with it. The next one, if you're able to easily read between the lines and make meaning from your dreams. So you might be able to interpret your dreams for yourself or even for others in a way that, um, you know, that makes sense where, I mean, sometimes our dreams are just a lot of things that we can't really seem to put together. But if you're an empath, you might be able to kind of understand some of that symbolism, some of what those things um, are meaning and go kind of to that deeper level. And that's part of being an empath too, that I don't think is as clear as some of the other, um, uh, you know, things that people like getting overwhelmed in a crowd and stuff. But these are all things that talk about the different types of empaths, what we'll get into in another podcast. But we just thought we'd have some fun and ask you some of these questions. And just a side note from what you said, all empaths are intuitive but not all intuitives are empaths. That's just kind of an interesting fact. So if you are an empath, you are very intuitive um, and you can be intuitive and not be an empath and that's okay too. You don't need to be. That's just right. another thing that some people, you know. Yes. Are, yeah. Yes. They, for some, it goes together kind of hand in hand. Right. Um, and so some of these, um, that we're telling you are definitely both. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And 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 you'll probably rec- good point, Shan, because you'll probably recognize some of the things if you watched our prior podcast on you know making sense of your intuition. Some of the uh, the ones we've had before that talk about your intuition, you're going to see that thread coming through in the empath as well. So really good point. Yes, they they go hand in hand. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so our next. If you, you might be an empath if a thought pops into your head that you're, that it's been a while since you watered your plants. And that really want, makes me smile because that's me. My plants definitely talk to me and um, I definitely have a green thumb. I love plants, I have them everywhere. And so that, that just, that makes me laugh, makes me smile and maybe some of you are thinking, oh my gosh, that happens to me. Yeah, yeah, that that's funny. Because um, the next one, you may be empath if you feel compassion and talk to your plants. When that goes right along with you get a, uh, they're talking to you, so a thought pops into your head, or you're talking to them. So that that's the type of plant empath, really. So there's a lot of us out there like that as well. I'm not as much of a green thumb as Shan is, though, so. (laughs) Um, Another way you might be an empath if, oh, the words are flipping around. You can sense the weather's about to change before it happens, or you don't need to listen to the weatherman on the news to know, you know, what's coming. I tend to be very sensitive to the barometric changes, um, the humidity. Um, I am very responsive to the weather. Certain weathers will give me a headache. Certain, you know, certain high pressure will give me a headache or um, wind makes me very anxious. So um, maybe some of you might recognize some of these signs of being sensitive to changes in the weather. Absolutely. I I know that I am and I know that um, I can always sense it. It's like, think about your animals, how your animals can kind of sense that thunderstorm, especially my dog when it's miles and miles away. But but you can um, be empathic and have some of that same intuition around the weather. And the next one, you may be an empath if, Natural disasters around the world, including man-made, cause a physical reaction. Now, remember when we talk about being an empath, not just that empathy, but taking on that, taking it on yourself. So if it causes a physical reaction that you take on because a natural disaster happened around the world, including man-made, you may be an empath. Right. Um, some people um, can feel a storm coming. Some people have premonitions about disasters. Some people, I mean, there's just so many ways that that can come through. So maybe some of you are recognizing that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be in, this one is, <laughs> this one is hilarious and it's me to a T. You might be an empath if at a party you gravitate towards the pets 
And honestly, I'll be in the chair in the corner with the dog or the cat and the party's over in the middle of the room and I'm just over here in the corner, happy as can be petting a dog. So that's, that's, that one's really funny. You know what? And there's probably a lot of people empath or not that, that could relate to that, but definitely that, that is, you know, some empathy or an empath towards animals. Yeah. And again, you know, I, I can't, this next one, you cannot stomach any violence towards animals. When I see those, you know, um, those rescue animals where they're just pulling at your heartstrings, I, I can't even watch it or even hear the music. It just, oh, yes, I, I can just feel it through my whole body. So, so, um, you know, it's just, again, you have empathy is one thing, but when you take it on and bring it into your energy, that's what it means to be an empath. Everything is em energy. An empath mm -hmm. can feel um, emotions in a home. Say you're house hunting and you, you go in and you look at this beautiful home, but it just doesn't feel good to you. That's an empathic response to the energy left from whoever was there. So that's it's just a very amazing quality to be an empath and to just feel everything you know for me even every um every response i have every word i say is because of a feeling first mm -hmm. it's just translated through me that way and um <clears throat> so if you're an empath um, maybe you recognized a few or a lot of those things that we just mm -hmm. kind of went through. Right. Because you can be, uh, um, there's like several, like I said, for lack of a better word, categories that you can be empathic in. So you might go, oh yeah, I definitely do that. Oh yeah, that one. Well, maybe not that one so much and that's okay. But there are a lot of ways in which you can um, be an empath and tie into very well said Shan energy because everything is energy and you're able to pick up shifts in the energy. You're able to pick up, you know, um, emotions in the energy. Everything is energy. So we just thought we'd come on and kind of share that, you know, just some fun things there. And um, I have to especially laugh about the cashier one because it's like it happens every time. And then every you're time. always like you pick that line. But, you know, now that you talked about it, maybe it makes sense. Maybe we pick that line so that they have an outlet to talk about what's going on with them. Because imagine being in as a cashier. And what and if you're an empathic cashier? Oh, geez. Louise. I mean, that would be a lot because you see a lot of people during the day. You know, I have a friend who's an empath, but not necessarily a people empath. Oh, She's right. more of an animal or a plant or the earth type of a thing, which we'll go through all those. Mm -hmm. But what's funny is if she goes shopping with me, She'll buy her thing and just, she just pays. She doesn't look at the person. She doesn't talk to them. Nothing. She's very introverted and she's just not a people person. And so she'll just get her stuff and then she'll wait for me by the door. 
And she's always standing over there watching me. And by the time I leave, I've got the cashier's phone number or <laughs> we've exchanged, you know, some Facebook or we've, you know, we're best friends by the time I leave. And she always, I walk to her to leave and she'll say, how do you do that? <laughs> she's always laughing at me. She's like, I just love watching you because I don't know how you do that. Yeah. You know what? That's a, like a huge point. I have probably could share a million stories as well as you about being in the grocery store. And um, my family, my husband and my daughter used to always say that I was some kind of magnet for for strange people, for lack of a better word, that yes. would come in to come in and she's and they'd be like, You talk to everybody. And if you don't talk to them, they talk to you. And they tell you the weirdest stories. I mean, it, and like I said, we could probably share thousands of stories. I could. Like one I could. time, this is a perfect example. This lady, I, I'm standing there. Uh, and I'm going to go down the aisle and we kind of meet carts, you know, and you kind of let one go or the other. And she's like, well, my husband sent me in to get more pop. It's on sale. And I'm like, okay. And she goes, yeah, you know, he only drinks a certain, and she's like going on like, and by the time I'm done having this stranger conversation about pop um, or soda, for those of you that, <laughs> that call it that, it's like, you know, I knew her husband was waiting in the car. He didn't want to come in. He doesn't like to come in the grocery store. They like to buy the pop when it was on sale. And I'm just like, you know, sometimes I'm like, I just want to get my groceries and go home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in the mood or if I'm busy. But it's that kind of stuff that constantly, constantly happens. I have a quick story about that, okay. too. I, I, especially when I'm with my boys, my younger one. I mean, he kind of knows, but he doesn't. He doesn't want to know about any empath type stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're in the line at Target, and this man is behind us, probably my age, and he has his elderly mother with him. And I know, because I've already done this with my mom, I know what he's going through. You know, he's she's got a walker, and he's kind of trying to help her, and he's got, mm -hmm. you know, a cart with her stuff and his stuff. And, you know, it's, it's a lot to go, you know, to help somebody through with all that. Yeah. And he, I, I just smiled and he just starts pouring out, you know, what's going on. And his mother is just, you know, you know, chatting away. And my son, finally they quit because we get up to the, you know, to check out our stuff. And my son's like, why you gotta get in a personal conversation with everybody? I, <laughs> I didn't start it. <laughs> he says, but you don't have to talk back to him. <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, it might be kind of rude when they're starting to tell you the personal stuff. Yeah, that you don't just, acknowledge. you got to do that every time. Every time we go to Target, you got to talk to somebody. Because I'm an empath. Yeah. They see my light and they seek me out. And um, I'm also a kind person and I don't mind sharing, you know, a little bit of my time with them. But. And I enjoy embarrassing my son a little bit because he's oh, embarrassed yeah. me a million times. <laughs> There you go. Yeah. And throw that in there too. All right. Well, this has been fun. I really enjoyed this, um, but I am excited to get into a little bit deeper into this um, um, being an empath and, <clears throat> excuse me, and how we go from creating that awareness and then to, um, you know, 
getting to a point where it it uh, it it doesn't feel that bad. It, it feels good, and you can enjoy and laugh like Shannon and I are doing about some of these stories. So, because I think I can't imagine not being an empath now. It no. does. It's not it's a, a beautiful gift. It's it's a it's a beautiful gift that that we've been given. So, so hopefully, we gave you some stuff to kind of ponder and and laugh at and and um, make you think about maybe it triggered some things that happened to you and um, you're getting this empath thing. And if you're already an empath, um, maybe you just enjoyed, you know, sharing some of those funny stories. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, again, thank you for connecting with us today. And remember to listen, trust, and follow your intuition. And we will talk to you soon. Bye for bye now. Bye.